When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daddy's home. Let's go, baby. Welcome to PHNX Sons. Speaking of daddies, you can get your uh, nice little discount here at the PHNX store at the PHNX locker. We got a nice little special going on for the next week for dads out there. So you know who your daddy is. Uh, Buy one, get one half off. Starts today, goes all the way through the 18th. Let's go. Hats and shirts, y'all. I have a question for, for you, Gerald. Yeah. Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> He's I actually fully... Jake from State Farm. So that's what he did. Fully regret handing over the rails to the three of you to start off this show. I definitely did not. I should have known better. Yeah, you should have known. But I didn't think that's where it was going to go. But for real, go to phnxlocker.com and get yourself some uh, discounted merch. Yeah, buy one, get one half off shirts and hats. You can get one for yourself, one for your dad, or two for your dad, or two for you and two for them. Or one for your daddy. Hey, there she is. <laughs> Unreal. Thank you guys for bearing with us at the top of the show and for joining us for another episode of the Piagetic Sons podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Gerald. That's Espo. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today because obviously yesterday we got so much news around the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. And a lot of it came out while we were on the show. So we weren't able to look into all the fine details of everything, but we'll just kind of briefly recap it here and then we'll dive into it a little bit more to share some of the tidbits that maybe we weren't able to get to yesterday. So first and foremost, we heard from Chris B. Haynes that uh, in his tweet, he said, breaking Phoenix Suns have notified star Chris Paul that he will be waived. Then we got follow-ups from Shams and Woj, which contradicted that to an extent, right? Shams said, sources, the Suns and Chris Paul are exploring multiple options, including a trade, stretching his contract, or waiving and resigning him in free agency. Phoenix expects to discuss trades ahead of Paul's June 28th contract date. Then we got an update from Woj, and within the article that Woj shared, he did agree with what Shams was saying, that they are, you know, exploring several possibilities, pretty much every possibility on the table they're going to take a look at. Um, but that Phoenix plans to explore trade opportunities, including Chris Paul and DeAndre, and he added them, him in there. That could alter the franchise's roster landscape ahead of a final decision on Paul's partially guaranteed contract for his, from his sources. Okay, now that we're all there, mm. let's talk through it all again. Hold on. You are far too kind to Chris B. Haynes, right? <laughs> He's soggy Haynes with this crap. Oh, all right. Come on. Come on. Soggy Haynes. The two of you, especially you, Saw, are not allowed to get mad at him for his joke with what? the way you started today's show. What? But it led into a perfectly reasonable point. That's uh, just honestly, the word. Every, yeah. Everybody <laughs> basically <laughs> refuted. At least he didn't Haynes. say moist Haynes. Right. Like, like. It's so bad. I mean, it's obvious what side he got his information from. I mean, 
at least I think it is with it's probably CP3's side of things. You know, like it's it's bad. I mean that it's a lot of mess from one Haynes. You know? That that is one thing. It's a big thing to not get accurate. Like it is, and and it's part of the thing with sports reporting now is like you take one person's opinion and you kind of go with it. And it used to be you need to get multiple sources to cite something before you run with it. Um, so that's that's tough. But it's good that it's not just an outright waving and that they're exploring all three of those potential options. Um, and just to recap for those who missed yesterday, those options are wave, wave and stretch, or trade him. Um, if they wave him, they can re-sign him for the veteran minimum. If they wave and stretch him, they're stretching his contract out over Five years. Uh, I misspoke yesterday. I said three. It's five years. They're taking his fifteen point eight million guaranteed and stretching it out over five years, which is basically three point two million. If they do that, they cannot re-sign him. And then trading him obviously is just a, a normal trade. The team would be trading for his full, fully guaranteed thirty point eight million dollar contract, not the partially guaranteed part. So, so the thing about all of this that I find so interesting is. Um, a lot of people were saying, you know, Crispy Haynes got used and that maybe this information was shared incorrectly to find some sort of leverage for Chris Paul's camp mm -hmm. or maybe the Suns camp. But I don't really see how that type of information actually benefits either side mm -hmm. realistically, because it benefits them mutually if the agreed if they both agree upon waiving and resigning him because Chris Paul already knows he's coming back to a team that he wants to be at at that point. And the Suns are able to save money to add some pieces to the roster that they desperately are going to need. But when it comes to moving to a different team, I don't really see how leaking that the Suns have told Chris Paul they're going to be waived would up his value in any case. Because if Chris Paul wants to have the full $30.8 million guaranteed, then you have to do a trade, mm -hmm. right? Well, mm -hmm. I guess you could sign him off waivers. But if he wants, I don't know, it, when it comes to a trade, it just doesn't really work in the Suns' favor because... If somebody else wanted Chris Paul, they're like, well, I'm not going to trade you now and give you assets if I could just pick them up off waivers. Right. That's yeah. pretty much the long and short of it. My yeah. tinfoil hat on this is simply Chris Paul's people are, are, I think they're signaling, look, you know, if you want us, trade for us. Otherwise, if I get waived, I'm going to sign back there. That's the only reason I could see why they'd leak that he was getting, that he might get waived, but, but. Even that doesn't make sense. There's well, no, I don't. There, I don't think there's any value or, for the misinformation. Or there's a, you know, we can go extra tinfoil hat. Maybe Chris Paul wants out, which I don't. From all from all accounts, he does not want out. And now you you're you're leverage. Everything is about leverage, right? So mm -hmm. this could be a scenario where, if a team was thinking about Chris Paul and maybe you know heard rumors of him being on the market, if all you need is two teams to be interested for the trade market to all of a sudden exist. So, you know, I, I'm not going to put it out of the realm of possibility that maybe a team might trade for Chris Paul. I wouldn't because $30.8 million is a lot of money to, to you know, chalk up for an individual. But you never know. I, I mean, there are some scenarios out there where because Chris Paul's contract is essentially expiring because the fourth year is fully non-guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So if you had a team out there who has longer term contracts at a higher dollar amount that they're trying to get off of, then you look at Chris Paul's as well. It's just a one year commitment. Then we can move on. And, and it could be a, a leverage play on Chris Paul's part, like Saul's saying, because the reporting in that Woj article was that he wants to stay here with the Suns. He wants to continue playing with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. So if you know the Suns are trying to trade you and suddenly it's leaked that they're thinking about waiving you, 
other teams are not going to be as eager to trade because they can claim you off waivers or they can wait for you to hit um, free agency once you clear waivers. So maybe that's what it is. Okay. Maybe this is him kind of playing his hand of like, I still want to be here in Phoenix. Like you, you guys are going to have to waive me and I'll resign, but don't, don't trade me anywhere. And I'm going to hurt your leverage a little bit by Man, doing wing. I mean, it I guess be. it could be that. I that still just don't... seems like such a mess behind the scenes. But if we are, <laughs> if we are literally at the point where Chris Paul has to resort to that in order to remove the potential that a trade happens, like what are we even doing? This is the what guy. Are we even this doing? is the guy who knows the NBA rulebook inside and out, who will snitch on players for having their shirts untucked. <laughs> He knows every loophole there it, is. So it's I, the it dude wouldn't... that knows where the secret tunnels and <laughs> crypto are. Like. I'm not saying I put it past Chris Paul, yeah. but I'm saying if the con <laughs> if the conversation and the connection is so broken at that point that you can't even have those conversations, you got to resort to this. Then, like, do do you really want to be on this team? Chris Paul is a very is shrewd really individual. Yes, Definitely. everything is calculated for Chris Paul. Cunning. He's a smart dude. This is fair. I just, it just sounds. <laughs> he always likes to lot. have, he always likes to have an insurance policy. It sounds too messy. Ah, uh, I got it. Thank you. Where you're going. Uh, Thank you. Hey, I bet your dad, Jake from State Farm, could help him with that. <laughs> I bet your dad. Full circle. <laughs> Was there anything else from Woj and Shams that you guys saw yesterday that we weren't able to get to on the show that you feel like needs to be shared? No, but if you are still confused about the three different options that, sons have with chris paul and the pros and cons of that i did write about that at gophnx.com make sure to check that out because it it does delineate all of these different things that people are going to be talking about over the next few weeks and I, I also realized another thing that chris paul even if he's not trying to do this very complicated obstacle course that we're laying out it could just be because it was reported in the Woj article that they want a decision on what the sons are doing with him soon so he can prepare for free agency if he is going to be a free agent. So it could just be trying to press the Suns hands of like, you know, hurry up and get the ball rolling here. I know we have three weeks until the guaranteed date of June 28th, but we kind of want some clarity on what direction we're heading before but, then. But that's odd because he can't have any conversations with teams, right? I don't, I mean, no, you can't. Can. I mean, what? you can't, but he yeah. still could have those conversations. Well, before the decision's made, <laughs> right. too. Is like, it the 28th or is it the 24th? Because I heard it was the day after the draft. It's not. It was That was a mistake, I think. Okay. Uh, someone tweeted that I out and then that. corrected themselves. Okay. So it's the 28th. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Speaking of a lot of money that is on the table, you could be picking up some money off the table with the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Make sure you guys download the app and sign up today using that bonus code PHNX. When you use that code, there's a few different offers that we have for you guys, depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. And then make sure you log into your app every Wednesday and Saturday to receive your bonus bet on the house. You will automatically receive your bonus bet upon logging into your account. They do expire after 72 hours, so don't wait to use them. But you can check out the show notes for all the details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 
And of course, make sure you check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection, as well as premium gas. They've got all kinds of goodies over at Circle K. You know I'm a big fan of the Polar Pops. They stay colder longer, and they're a really good deal. And Circle K has an even better deal for you right now. Uh, if you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. So make sure you do that and make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff that Circle K has to offer. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find a Circle K near you. Okay, so that was yesterday, right? So that kind of set us up for all the things we've heard in the last 24 hours since then. So let's kind of dive into this because (laughs) after the shenanigans of yesterday, NBA media looked at the Suns and were like, you're real popular. Let let me get in on the action here, okay? The the Suns saw the finals and said, (laughs) hold my beer, right? Exactly. So we'll start with um, some thoughts from Bobby Marks. He shared um, his opinion on the Suns and the Chris Paul situation. And then you probably go in the course of waiving him. And then it's a matter of if, if his contract is stretched. I think certainly DeAndre Ayton, Woj mentioned it in the article, DeAndre Ayton certainly could be in play. Maybe that opens up some more flexibility for you as far as breaking up that contract. But the likelihood, I would say, is that is that Chris Paul is probably not on the Suns roster, that he is stretched, that they do go out there operating as a team with that 12.2 uh, non-tax mid-level exception. And then depend, and now it's where does he go? Okay, before we get into the where does he go part Mm -hmm. of this, right? Let's start with the speculation there by Bobby Marks that Chris Paul will likely not be on the Suns roster next season, okay? Because we also got some reports on people that we should be keeping an eye on, maybe, or people to potentially pay attention to. Mm. First one we'll start with, um, and this, again, is we're playing under the understanding that Chris Paul... And the Phoenix Suns are moving Say on from it. each other. Uh, Ramona Shelburne said we should keep an eye on one James Harden. I want you to keep your eye on James Harden, okay? This, um, Interesting. I don't, don't want to report anything, but that was in the wind for the mm. past month or so of, like, you know, everybody thinks it's, like, Philly or Houston, but I, I, I have <laughs> – I don't know. Harden, Harden and discussion uh, in the wind. Harden and Durant. Harden and Durant are okay together. Oh, totally okay. Remember they flew to Europe and hung out in London last summer. And then, then there's also the Kyrie of it all too. Okay, like this is the thing about this is the thing about Phoenix. Everybody wants to play with Devin Booker. He is like the perfect guy to play with because he he doesn't suck up all the oxygen in the room. He's really good. He's a great shooter. And he, he knows how to be a good teammate. Like, he's already proven he will take Kevin Durant onto his team and Chris Paul onto his team. And, like, I don't know if you guys are as high on book as I have been just watching him the last few years, but yeah, I think he's the, the guy. I think well, he's the best shooting guard in the league. Yeah. Well, you're not going to like this, but as a Wildcat, I'm all for the strip club Sun Devil coming Stop home. It. Let's go, baby. Just call him I'm that. here. Get, <laughs> get the whole new meeting to forks up. Right? I mean, Big Vernon. Fear <laughs> the fork, baby. Hey, no. let's go, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's I'm putting go. my foot down. Hey. Uh, I've also I've also heard an establishment that is very interested in James Harden coming to town, and I'll have that tomorrow. Oh, I Lord. mean, Big Vernon sent us a super chat and said, keep hearing James Harden to Phoenix with the eyeball emojis. Any clubs, LOL? Man. Oh, you know there is, baby. Man. 
Okay. Uh, How? None of it makes <laughs> sense. They're gonna have a twelve point two million dollar exemption if they let right. if they let Chris Paul go and wave it stretch. Like, how are you gonna get James Harden to come here? So none of these are gonna happen if you wave him or if you wave and stretch him. That's that's why I'm kind of surprised Bobby Marks is saying he thinks that Chris Paul won't be on the roster next season because if you trade him, that makes sense. And if you do a sign and trade with James Harden, you can make that work if you loop in a third team to fit in the Let's be honest, he'll be making max money if you're signing James Harden. Um, I, I We've talked about how the Suns don't need a third star. They need complementary role players. And if you have a huge chunk of salary committed to Harden, Booker, and Durant, you're probably going to have to trade Aiton just so you can have enough bodies on the roster that aren't all veteran minimum deals. I, I just... Let's be fair. Harden's a role player at this point. He's not a star. Uh, he's was, not a. He he's a not a max money star. I'm he's sorry. No. He's basically what Chris Paul was last year, where he, he's going to give you a game or two in the playoffs, uh, he, and and he can facilitate. Like he's a he's a he's a point guard basically. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody if you're going to get rid of Chris Paul, you need somebody to handle the ball. So James Harden being that that guy is not the worst idea in the world. Now he's. He's worse than a cone on defense. Let's not like, it. but he has gotten a little bit better. Just a little bit better, um, but it, there's worst option. There's worse you options out there. You have a defensive-minded head coach. James Harden should not be your starting point guard. <laughs> I mean, why not? Because you just said he's a traffic cone. <laughs> but he can give you thirty any given night. Well, then maybe Vogel can get something out of. I was him. gonna I say know. Frank Vogel could pull out the best of James Harden. Optimistic. That's go. the op- that's the glass I've half full seen- approach. <laughs> Let him go. I've seen James Harden and KD twice. You know how many championships he's got? Freaking zero. We both said him so much. That he took his hat off. Um, but it was different than no! Aspo. This yeah. will be different. You know how it was different? They were younger and better <laughs> basketball they players. They are best butts still. They, they like they they Co- they vacation together on the Co- offseason. Vacation all you want. Have dinner with them when you're in Phoenix. Shit, go to the strip club together for all I care. That's Just don't style. be on the same team. You you can, we've talked about this before, but you can try to structure a three-team deal where Chris Paul goes to Philly, Harden comes to Phoenix, DA goes to Indy, and maybe you get like a Miles Turner and another piece from the Pacers. The framework of that type of deal, you can make something work with that. I'm not saying that's what the Suns should do. Just what a championship. Hard, Harden was Harden was legitimately good. He averaged 21, almost 11 assists, um, six rebounds a game. I think he led the league in assists, if I'm not wrong. Shot 39% from three. He's still good. Um, but like you're saying, he's not the most reliable playoff performer. Um, defensively, there are some concerns there. And again, I, I just don't feel good about devoting, you know, like 75, 80% of the cap sure. to three guys and then having to build out the other 12 with like one exception. And if you have it even, and then, you know, veteran minimum guys. At that point, that. just pick up CP3's option. Have a 30 million year old got a year or 30 million dollar <laughs> year old. That's, <laughs> that too. That's brutal. 30 million dollar guy who can't really play defense, who's a good point guard. Uh, and you only have to do it for one year because you're going to have to sign James Harden to a multiple-year deal in all likelihood if you're going to do a sign-and-trade. I'd rather just have the corpse of Chris Paul at that point. But, oh, God, no. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, no, you I wouldn't. would. Why? Because they both disappear in the playoffs. They both can't play defense. And I only got to deal with one year of Chris Paul on the roster rather than probably four of James Harden. So, uh, yeah, Harden, it's And neither of them can win a ring. 
it's tough because Harden Harden would be protected maybe so against his playoff shortcomings because you have Durant and you have Booker. Yes. He did legitimately win the Sixers two of those games yes. that they won against fair. the Celtics. Thank you. He dropped 45 in game one, 42 in game four. They won uh, both of those games. Drop the mic, Gerald. But the other games, 16, 12, No, we 13. don't need to talk about yeah. that. We don't yeah. need to talk about that. Chris Paul two years ago did the same thing. I'm, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> As the great Dr. King said, no. Well, right. Jesus Christ, as well. That's <laughs> not what he said. He said he had the dream. I'm, I'm and the sure dream was no to get once. James Harden to Phoenix. I'm sure he said no once. have got to stop invoking the good <laughs> yes, Dr. Yes, please. King. Stop besmirching his no, name. No, no. This, this was my pediatrician, <laughs> Dr. King. Totally different person. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh my God! The way you feel about Kyrie is how I feel about Harden. Come on. Oh, don't just stop. stop. It, is Stop. nowhere near Kyrie's on my level. Far better. Well, for different <laughs> reasons. Stop it. So, yeah, listen, I'm not coming off of that train. We might as fucking well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do, 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 do. We've talked uh, about Kyrie enough on this yeah. show for now. Oh, we're course. not going to talk about it? I mean, what more are you going to add? I, mean, I, other than I thought you had something else. Teasing Gerald <laughs> over okay. here, making his ears Like, no, red. that was it. That was the thing. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I was just I was just joking. All right. So I mean, Hello does have a good point. He said, let's get the three-way trade. Kyrie and Harden, come on in. You want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. <laughs> they're both going to take the minimums. Oh man. The mid-level exceptions, they're going to split it. Six million a piece. Come home. Biannual and mid-level. There we go. Done. <laughs> let's go. Why not make this the biggest I mean, circus in the end? Let's just say this, okay? I'm going to play tinfoil hat for a second. Oh, Allow me to walk down this path. But <laughs> Kevin Durant wanted to play with Kyrie and Harden. Mm -hmm. They kind of screwed him mm -hmm. because Harden forced his way out after a year. Kyrie was kind of, you know, here, there, everywhere. Um, and they kind of left KD out to dry. They owe him. And maybe they're like, you know what? For one year, let's go. Okay. I'm just saying. I'll buy into your tinfoil hat shenanigans here. But I have a follow-up. If that were to happen, I'm not saying it is. Oh I'm just a word, word thought exercise It'd here. It'd be the okay? funnest season we've ever seen and the most train wreck is of that, a season. Is that we've why ever they seen. have three head coaches? Because you're going to need it with those guys? <laughs> if we win a happen? ring with that happening, how honestly do you feel like our ring can be discredited at that no. point? No. <laughs> Hell no. I, anyway, you get a ring, you don't discredit it. No way. If anything, you Gerald? get more credit because how the hell did that team win a championship with those four guys on the Look, same roster? I'll feel dirty if we win a championship like that, but, that's but I'm okay. Well, I hear they have showers at the strip club. So does okay. it take away at all from if you won a championship Champagne. by finagling some shady deals on the backside of things? No, I mean, am I wrong? That's hey, what they'll be doing at the parade. I, I offered, go. I offered to sell my soul. So shady deals for a championship, I'm all right with. Okay, oh I just figured I would ask the question. God, what a fucking party that would be could, if they, that team won the championship. Could you imagine how many sports psychologists they'd have to have on staff? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, on our staff. It, yeah, Ishby, Ishby <laughs> because, is talking yes. about he wants the finest in everything. He's gonna have to have 14 uh, psychologists on staff just to make that all work. Yeah. One per player. <laughs> Damn. Okay, let's get back on the rails because we have another player that we should all be talking about here, apparently, because we are hearing from Sean Devney of Heavy.com that Damian Lillard is also a player that the Suns are looking at. So here's what he said today. Quote, there is a lot that can happen here, an Eastern Conference executive said. 
Quote, the Suns need depth all over that roster. They want to free up their payroll. They want to see if there is a way to bring in Damian Lillard. They want to see what they can do with a DeAndre in deal. There is a lot on the table. And the Lakers need to know where they are going with D'Angelo Russell. They're just not going to let him walk. They traded a pick for him, and who knows if they could get Chris to sign a vet minimum deal or what. So before we talk about the Chris Paul side of that, Damian Lillard to Phoenix? Is it happening? The Suns want Damian it's Lillard. It's happening, everybody. Newsflash. Three years ago, Gerald <laughs> wanted Ana de Armas, and that didn't freaking pan out. So just to let wow. everyone know, that's so not just happening. Just because it didn't happen for you means it can't happen it's for us? It's not possible. Wow. It's not happening. Gerald. Everything is possible. <laughs> Let's we're, go. We're sorry, Amy. <laughs> I said three years ago. Now, you made her feel I like she's second it. best. Not cool, dude. That's, that's not what I did. That's how you twisted it. Don't put words in my mouth. Joan said that's not what I said that at is. all. So there's well, a new house on the market. <laughs> Honestly, what in the hell happened to the NBA world today? What do you mean? Did, did they go, hey, there's no finals game, so we got to lose our ever-loving mind and suggest everything is a possibility mm, in Phoenix. Much. Yeah. It's pretty much what happened. Yeah. I, everybody's been trying to find dots to connect Phoenix to Dame Lillard. They they want to because he is like the one point guard. Everyone keeps waiting, the superstar, to force his way out. He still hasn't. He's not going to But either. it doesn't mean that he couldn't. Yes. <sighs> Everybody's gonna be so. It, it started because he responded to that question on that one podcast uh, about the Miami Heat or the Brooklyn Nets because of Bam and because of Mikhail, and that's now people are like, "Oh, that's Dame's way of saying no." He answered a question. That doesn't mean that he's he's declaring that he wants to leave. But because of that one response, now people were like, "Oh, what are some other places he might want to go?" And Phoenix has definitely been one with him. Obviously, because of our infatuation mm -hmm. with Damian Lillard. But right. this isn't some dude that looks like me in his mom's basement typing on a computer. This is an Eastern Conference executive that's saying that's saying this. Like the whole thing is just so damn bizarre to me that uh, you know, and, and everybody's gonna be so disappointed when we wind up with Dennis Schroeder as our point guard. I, I'll say this about Damian Lillard on the Suns. Okay, let's just talk about. This man, I, yeah. Let's just talk about Damian Lillard on the Suns as they're currently constructed. Right. Me personally, I don't think Damian Lillard is a good fit for the Suns because he's a scoring first point guard for the most part, and I just don't see how you would have enough balls to go around for him, KD, and Booker. Weren't we saying though just a few weeks ago that we needed Chris Paul to score more though? No, he yeah, but like you need but somebody you have to find a happy balance. You need for somebody sure. that can, that's like primary facilitator that can score like Chris Paul is, or was. I mean that fit offensively that would be the greatest trio of offensive players I think on the same team in the history of the game. I'm like maybe you could make the case for Steph, Clay, KD, and Clay, yeah. but like I I would honestly take KD book and. Dame over that trio like that's Ooh. an insane amount of shooting scoring individual scoring ability passing like they would be phenomenal together on that end but again you don't have what it takes to trade for Dame Willard unless he is specifically going to his front office saying I'm done here the only place I want you to trade me is Phoenix and I, I just don't see either of those things happening and even if they did like would the Blazers do it? DeAndre Ayton and a handful of second round picks with Landry Shamit 
is not getting the job done. Even oh. like I, I just don't see sweet, it. Sweet, sweet Gerald. There's always a path. <laughs> There's always a path. There's always a way. I mean, Brian plank. Smith did send us a super chat and said, I mean, Portland does have an affinity for useless centers. At least DA isn't that injury prompt. Damn. <laughs> True. That was that was harsh. True. Damn. True. <laughs> hey, it's not it's not a lie. Bill Walton. Mm -hmm. uh, you look at Sam Bowie. Uh, Sam Bowie. Freaking Greg, Greg Oden. Oden. No, I don't take issue with that part. I take issue with the first part about lumping DA in with that group. That's brutal, man. Oh my goodness! Can we just for one second though um, go back to the Ramona Shelburne co uh, comments about Devin at the end of that? Because mm. I know we I wanted to talk about these two players that were reportedly some way, shape, or form maybe not even reportedly, but just linked to the Suns in some capacity. But she also did say that everyone wants to play with Devin Booker; that he is the perfect guy to play with. And I think that that's some there's something to be said about. I'm not saying you could convince superstars to split $12 million to come play with Devin Booker, mm. but there is something to be said about the amount of people who do want to come to Phoenix and maybe are willing to at least play ball when it comes to the money side, have those conversations, make things work a little bit better in order to play here. Devin Booker is just like his ex, Kendall Jenner. He attracts NBA players. They want to be here. <laughs> I mean, so... How long did you stay up last night writing that? No, so, I just thought of it right here. Lies. I just thought of it right here. Look, I mean, they want to... Guys want to come play with Devin Booker because exactly as Ramona said, he's not a guy that, that needs the ball all the time, that demands it. He's the perfect kind of star to play next to. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and KD to an extent can be like that too. So all of a sudden you're looking at this situation, you're like, oh, that's a hell of a lot of better than other places I could go. Do I really want to lang go languish in Charlotte for a little bit more money or Detroit or Houston? Mm, I think Phoenix looks a lot better for a little bit less. Phoenix is a destination and it's primarily starts with Devin Booker. We've been saying this for years now, as soon as Chris Paul, a hall of famer and all time, great point guard wanted to come here and play with him. We knew it, and as soon as Kevin Durant wanted to come here, we knew it even more. And so I'm not surprised to hear these other things. Like, if you're a superstar in the NBA and you're unhappy with your current situation and you're looking at places, okay, where can I be traded? Where would I like to play? Who would I like to team up with? Like, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant has to be in your consideration. It just has to because those are mm -hmm. two fantastic players. They're two guys that love to hoop and are about the work. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like Ramona was saying in the clip, they – Booker doesn't like take the air out of the room. It's not all about him. He's a pretty easy guy to get along with, and he's just kind of an understated cool. So I feel like if you're a star in the NBA and you're not happy with your situation, Phoenix is going to get mentioned as a trade destination. It just yeah. is. Well, and then could you make the argument, too, that since Devin is the way that he is as far as not taking up all that space in the air, that having three stars on this team could maybe work a little bit differently than other teams with other players because of Devin's ability to share space? Depends on the stars, I think. Yeah, I, I like as much as players might want to play with Devin Booker, there's still the reality of, you know, usage percentage and, and, and how much gravity both KD and Booker really demand in terms of, you know, handling the ball, shooting the ball and stuff like that. So that's why I don't think Damian Lillard would necessarily work. And it, it might be the best trio of scorers ever put together on a court yes but 
trying to fit that together and making sure everybody's, you know, working, you know, cohesively, that's, that's, that's a, that's a difficult kind of task that they could probably manage, but that's why I, I thought that Harden minus the defense, he's, he can be that facilitator. So he doesn't necessarily need to, to uh, be the scorer as much as he was before. So I, that's why I, I can see the path to that working a little bit better than, than that, but then it doesn't matter because Kyrie is going to be the guy. Well, so. we've seen, we've <laughs> you can't seen, say those things you just said about Dame and then go back to Kyrie. But but look, can't. <laughs> we've seen Devin Booker evolve every year in this league, right? Change something about his game, altered the way his mindset was about certain things. In a world where you wind up with Dame Lillard, could you see Point Book becoming a mainstay and that he focuses on? you know, distributing more than he ever has before and takes a little off the scoring because he knows that's the path to a title and he can feed these other guys more. Because Book does not strike me as the guy that gives a shit if he's averaging 27 or 22 as long as they go win. And if he's up in his assists, that's going to impress the, everybody in the, the league. The problem too. is is that Devin Booker's also efficient as fuck. And so you're swapping a portion of his efficiency to give it to a different guy who's not as efficient as Devin Booker is at this point of his career. Like that's just the truth. So I, I would, I would disagree in, in that. Yeah, he could definitely sacrifice. I mean, you're right. He has added to his game, but is that necessarily the smarter sacrifice in Devin Booker giving up points and shots and giving it to somebody else who might not be as efficient as him? I would say no. Yeah, it, and it definitely depend, depends on how they want to approach the season from a roster-building standpoint because if you do envision Book taking on more playmaking duties, um, you damn well better be sure he's on board with it at this point oh, yeah. and that you can tailor your entire approach around putting the right pieces around him because it's not going to work if it's just him and KD and a bunch of role players as well as you know you need you need a third guy, maybe not a star, but you need a third guy that can be really efficient with catch and shoot opportunities mm -hmm. um, or so, kind of like a clay light, someone that can just run all over the court, spot up and get looks from books, playmaking. And, and you're right, Saul, like he's one of the most efficient players in the league when it comes to points per touch. Mm -hmm. um, so taking that away, you'd, you'd better be sure you have the right pieces around him to make up for that. I, I solved it. KD for Dame. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh so now I, w I would say one more point. Uh, the one thing I would say in your favor, Dame uh, can shoot the three and he can do it from a long, long range away, uh, which spreads the court out a little bit and frees up a little bit more mobility for KD and book. So in that regard, cool. All right, now let's talk about the second half of what Bobby Mark said, right? Where does Chris Paul go if mm -hmm. him and the Suns part ways? And, of course, many of people are talking about L.A. just because of the connection. His, um, he's spoken publicly about wanting to be more near his family. If you're not in Phoenix, the closest you're going to get is L.A. because that's where they are. Um, but there are some things to keep in mind with the Lakers when it comes to that side of things. And Bobby Marks also expanded on that as well. He is waived. Bobby, what is next for Chris Paul here? Well, I think you're looking at certainly would he be willing to go back to Phoenix if they do not use that wave and stretch provision? The most they can sign him to is the $3 million veteran minimum exception. I think the two te teams that we're going to have our eyes on are both teams in Los Angeles. When it looks at the Clippers, who are in need of a point guard, they would also have the veteran minimum exception. 
And then, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers, who have more money to give Chris Paul with one of their bigger exceptions. Yeah. It's important to note, though, Chris Paul would not be allowed to double dip. You can't take your $16 million from Phoenix. They make $12 more million from the Lakers. There is an offset in that contract here. So certainly the Lakers would have more money to give him, but all eyes would certainly be on both Los Angeles teams. So he can't double dip mm -hmm. in some of these situations here, which I know there's a lot out there. And, and within these contracts, there's a lot of stuff that we still don't know entirely because we just don't have access to it. But there is a scenario potentially where if he is, if he clears waivers and then ends up going and signing with another team that maybe the Suns could be off the hook for the 15.8 mil. I feel like that's an assumption. We don't really know right. what that portion of the contract really means, but I assume, and this is tinfoil hat, you know, I'm not, I have no insight, but if you're going to have that stipulation, the only benefit to a team putting that in there is if it gives you some salary cap relief. Otherwise, it's a really, really weird, petty thing to put in there where it's like, yeah, we'll pay you out, but you can only sign for the minimum. And it's like, it seems like a scroogey, especially for a guy uh, you know, like CP3, who who's so well-respected, if there isn't cap relief as part of that. I feel like this is huge news because obviously when as soon as the news that wound up being inaccurate broke that Chris Paul was going to be waived, everybody was saying, oh, Celtics, Lakers, Clippers, you know, these are the teams that are going to swoop up on him, ignoring the possibility that he could return to the Suns. One of the big luring things that might pull him away in that scenario is if another team was willing to offer him more. But if the Lakers can't do that, if they can't stack another $12 million on top of the 16 he's already going to be getting and guaranteed money from the Suns in the event that he's waived, like, okay, the reports that he wants to be back in Phoenix make more sense now because he knows, like, okay, I can just, I can either do the veteran minimum or a team's going to have to offer me more than the $16 million I'm already making from the Suns. And I don't see any team coming in with like a two-year, thirty-four million dollar deal. At this was, point. was that the piece we missed, and why he would have leaked the wave? Because if other teams know he has this, and that they basically everybody's on even footing, because they'd all have to pay him the veteran minimum. Maybe that's why, because he's signaling, if you really want me, you're not going to be able to outbid. You're going to have to trade for me. To get me at that point. Or you're going to have to sign me to a deal that's worth more than that 16 yeah. mil. Which the second, listen, I'm not going to throw shade at Crispy Haynes, but the second half of the follow-up tweet was that he said Chris Paul does plan on playing more years mm. in the NBA. Several, multiples, yeah, yeah, several years, several more years in the NBA and that he wants to help somebody contend for a championship. <clears throat> so maybe there is a little bit of like a looking for a couple more years here on a deal from somebody. I don't know what the path would be, uh, but I would. I, I feel very confident in saying that if Chris Paul doesn't go back to the Suns, I do feel like somehow, someway, he's going to end up on the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I just feel like he has such a relationship with LeBron. Yeah. I just don't see how he would pass that up with that last opportunity because, you know, if all else fails and he doesn't win a title, at least he got to play with his friend for those, his last couple of years and then call it quits. And, and be near, and his, family and be near his family at the same time. And I know... You know, hearing, you know, behind the scenes that that did take a little bit of a toll on him. He did want to be closer to his kids. Mm -hmm. um, he flies them out a lot and they, they they spend time at the practice center and stuff. But um, but I, I just I, I don't he's done the Clippers thing already. I don't know if he'd really want to go back and do that. I think the Lakers seem like the obvious op option for him.
Well, the Lakers are going to have to figure some things out money-wise. And, of course, as Bobby Marks said, they got to kind of know. Or um, Sean Devney said they got to figure out what they're doing with D'Lo as well. Also in the chat, I did want to ask, answer a question real quick from Brendan. Uh, Brandon, Brendan. It was Brendan earlier. Uh, he had said, uh, so if that happens, would uh, would the Suns basically be interested? Oh, right here. So if you're, uh, so if you wave and stretch them, do you sign Westbrook? Now I'm going to tell you, certainly, it'll be a zero percent chance that they sign Russell Westbrook, only because of Frank Vogel, uh, and I, their relationship was not good in L.A. Uh, Westbrook actually criticized Frank Vogel several times, and so I don't see that as being a possibility at all. I also think the Clippers would probably look at bringing him back, too, after his playoff performances and everything. It seemed to work well for them. So I could see the Clippers trying to hang on to him. They can. All right. Uh, Our friends over at OGs always have great stuff cooking up in their shop, and we're talking about different Scratch Made THC Gummies. They've got the Aquaberry Sleep Edition Gummy, which specifically helps with rest and relaxation. We love that. They've got the Strawberries and Cream Happy Balance Gummy, which is a one-to-one ratio of CBD and THC. It's the perfect happy balance. And then they also have mixed bags now, the fruits and the creams. They've got all the different flavors in there. So you get a variety from watermelon, red apple, peach, to blackberries and cream, orange cream sickle, and peaches and cream. And then coming on June 21st, Pink Lemonade. They're going to be dropping a brand new flavor. So make sure you check them out online at OGsBrands.com. You can also find them on Instagram at OGsBrands. And of course, you can find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. It is summertime here in Phoenix, and that means we all need to be protecting our eyes a little bit more. If you have not gotten yourself a pair of Shady Rays, do yourself and gift your do yourself a favor and gift yourself some world-class products, sunglasses, all courtesy of Shady Rays. They're just as good as the expensive ones. They're durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And they're just a really cool independent sunglass company with a lot of great things to offer. And if you don't love them, you can always exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. And exclusively for our listeners here at PHNX, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of solar polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, now let's talk about DeAndre, and because we mentioned his name a couple times here. Mm. Obviously, Woj mentioned that the Suns are going to be exploring uh, trades for him. We also got an interesting nugget from Richard Jefferson on what he thinks is going on with DA. I think the league should be scary, or should be scared, in my opinion. I think the league should be scared because you all of a sudden see a team with a lot of talent. And you talking about Devin Booker, you're talking about uh, Kevin Durant. Now they have an opportunity because I, everything that I've heard, I've heard and seen, DeAndre Ayton's gone. So if DeAndre Ayton is gone, he is still a 20 and 10 center that's 23 years old, 24 years old. There are going to be teams that invest in him. So if you can get a dominant, uh, if you can get a dominant wing uh, defender, if you can go get some bench depth, you can get two players for DeAndre. So Richard Jefferson thinks DA is gone from what he's hearing, that there is definitely a trade out there for DA. Ah, uh, Richard Jefferson, the greatest, <laughs> greatest analyst in the world. I look. 
I don't know what to believe anymore. True. One guy saying, well, we don't know that he's going to be traded. People are reading into what Matt Ishbia says. Frank Vogel's in love with, with DeAndre Ayton, if you want to believe it. Richard Jefferson's hearing from God knows who that DA's gone. I Subterfuge season. That's all it is. There's there's smoke everywhere, and I can't tell where the fire is, except in Canada. That that had you flabbergasted. That was about to be another MLK quote. Oh God, yeah. there. Um, no, I I'm with you on this one though. I I don't know how much stock to put in this. Um, we've heard from some people that DA is pretty much as good as gone. Uh, it was even like three or four weeks ago that ESPN's Tim McMahon was reporting that like yeah they are going to aggressively pursue trades for Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. It makes sense. We've talked about it a lot. Um, to say that he's definitely gone is what he's hearing. That's a much further step forward. Um, so I don't know. We're, we're going to have to see how this plays out. It wouldn't surprise me that they're listening to trades, if they're making calls about trades. I don't know if you go into an offseason saying, like, yes, definitively, this guy, we're getting rid of him. I don't know. Yeah. You have to have multiple scenarios ready to go if you're the Suns. Yeah. One of those scenarios is keeping Aiden and figuring out what to do with him. Uh, We talked about this yesterday. Like, the Suns are going to do everything they can to exhaust all their options and figure out what's the best move for their franchise moving forward. And I would say it's right now it's probably 50-50 in terms of, you know, him being moved or not like it just depends on what kind of value they can get in return from they're not going to trade him for scraps i don't give a shit if you think it's the best option for him to go somewhere else and we get you know some bum fuck from some other team for like you know a couple picks and 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 some veteran that can barely play the you know the center position at all um if you think you're going to rely on somebody that you have on the court like in jock or busy to replace da we've seen that before it does not work to the level that you're going to need this to work um, to win a championship. So the returns got to be significant. You know, we've talked about the Atlantas of the world. We've talked about Indianas. Those seem to be the two teams that keep coming up over and over again. Your path to a championship probably rests on on what you can get in return from one of those two franchises is is what I'm going to predict because I don't really see – Anybody else out there in the space that can give you the type of value that you're going to need at the center position in terms of a rim rim protector um, that that you currently have. And D.A. is not even a great rim protector, but because he's so efficient offensively and he can, for the most part, get you 18 to 10, even though he disappears in the playoffs and he's wildly inconsistent. You have to try. That's that's the bottom line. You got to find somebody in some way in a trade that's going to replace 18 and 10 and. And if the Suns can't get that, they're not going to do it. They're just not. To be fair, Jimmy Bumfuck is one of my favorite center prospects <laughs> in the league. So if you can get him. Well, it's Johnny Bumfuck. Oh, yes. I, I got, I got a Younger brother is Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree with you, though, Saul. I don't think that the Suns, because they, they chose to move on from Monty Williams, I don't think that they are in a position where it's an absolute necessity to move on from DeAndre in this season specifically. So I do think it's a 50-50 toss-up. They're 100% going to be making phone calls and answering phone calls when it comes to DeAndre and to see what options are on the table for them. But as far as it 100% happening or not happening, I don't think you could definitively say that. Mm -hmm. And then we did get a question or a statement in the chat about how um, DA has to approve the trade. So that is it's it's well, uh, until July 15th, correct? 14th. 14th. Look, if they go to him and they say, we got this deal, there's no way he goes, well, I'm going to block it. Because they'll go, 
fine. We're going to make it in two weeks and you have no say in it. Yeah, like, right. I, there, I just, there's at, no way. At this point, it, a, a deal that's imminent is going to happen. Like, I, I don't think we have to worry about that so much. Um, and yeah, Jam, uh, Jam Paul Edward Dedios in the chat says, well, he quit though. Well, cool. Yeah, he quit, but he's still part of your team and you still got to deal with it. And yeah, and he's making uh, some, you can't just cut a guy like DA. Like, I know I've seen that in the chat a lot this week. People are like, when we brought up the whole Chris Paul thing, everyone's like, why would you wave Chris Paul? Why don't you just cut DA? Like, that's not how it works. It's, it's not how it works. <laughs> and if you cut DA, you got to pay $120 million and you're fucked. Yeah. And you have nothing to show for it. I don't it. care just... how far you can stretch. You ain't stretching that. You got to stretch for like you 120 got, years. You got yoga instructors that can't stretch that far. I mean, no. They, I'm sorry. No. And do we really know he quit? I mean, I get that that's the perception, but he also was injured. So I... I don't. I, I always hate speculating about those types of situations. Yeah. He did say on during exit interviews um, that he would have tried to give it a go if they had made it to a game seven and that just sitting there in the chair and like sitting up straight was it, he was in pain from the rib injury. I, I don't like to speculate on this type of thing and make inferences about a guy's character or his heart or anything like that. If he's injured and unable to play, he's injured and unable to play and only the team and DA knows the full extent of it. So, you, Jan, you didn't say cut DA, no, but other didn't. people in, yeah. in in other spaces have said that in on Twitter and other social media. And we're just making a generalization. Um, and again, like I I don't believe that DA quit, but a lot of people do. I um, mean, that narrative keeps getting thrown out. Uh, but it's also been thrown out for, for guys like Kyler Murray <laughs> and stuff. Like I'm kind of done with it because you don't you don't know. You just don't know. You you could speculate all you want. Oh, he should have been able to play with the sore ribs. Well, you get cracked in the ribs by some big dude, and you tell me how it feels. Um. Well, I don't have the answer for you on that one, but we did just get a little bit of a, an emergency update. Oh, wee wee <laughs> Breaking news! Oh, man. It's Trade Machine Thursday, everybody! Hey! This is coming. Hey, oh, oh guess who leaned into things today? Lindsay suggested it. That's Woo. right. You guys asked for it yesterday, and I said, absolutely not. No way, no how. Mm. But then today I was like, let's do it. We got a trade machine Thursday coming your way. And this trade was shared with us on Twitter from Lando and Abnormal Sons fan. And we met, we figured it out, guys. <laughs> we we did it. Easy peasy. The Suns receive Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic. And the Trailblazers receive Chris Paul and DeAndre and Done. what you, say It's you? so simple. How did we not think of it before? <laughs> you think you were frustrated with DA. Wait till you see Yusuf Nurkic play center. Oh, man. <laughs> but at least you're not taking up $30 million on your contract, right? At least you right? got Dame now, right? Uh <laughs> I I appreciate the effort. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably it's probably one of the more realistic. Stop. I mean, <laughs> hold on. We're we're gonna look at a few. In there's the realm so of, there's yeah. so limited options into into what you could trade, <laughs> and especially trade for for Dame Lillard. Yeah. So you know, I, I I think this was one of three options that could actually work. One, one thing I they will say. They did say on Twitter, just a, a oh, little yeah. bit of credit, like obviously you can throw in some picks or some swaps or whatever Daniel, in there that you felt like you son. maybe needed or whatever. You can only include swaps. All your picks or second rounders. Yeah. Swaps and second rounds. 
here. But you know, we're sorry. The greatest player in your franchise is leaving you. Would you like a 2027 <laughs> second round pick? Can we interest you in two second round picks? <laughs> Maybe three. Let's Maybe. get wild. Listen, listen. So, Somewhere Sam Hinky just got really excited. <laughs> oh Second rounders? Put some positivity I, I, out I, there in this world, you guys. I do want to say this. Like, we're going to see a lot of proposed trades across social media. Um, but I will challenge everybody, including us, mm. that before you propose a trade, mm. you better know what the player is that you're getting in return. And you better be like, oh, yeah, he's definitely better than DA. Because there's some dudes out there that you think because they played well against the Suns, well, that's just how they are all the time. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're <laughs> trash too. So no, okay. Make sure they're consistent. Make sure they're better than DA or at least at the same level before you start proposing trades. Because I'm here to tell you, Stephen Adams is injured just as much as Chris Paul, and that's not a good fit either. Okay, hold on though. Mm-hmm. I thought we were all in agreement, though, that if we move D.A., we were not going to get a singular player back who is just as good as D.A. I thought we had already gone over that. This doesn't have to be singular, but if you're going to bring in somebody that's going to replace D.A. at center, they better be able to replace D.A. at center. I thought we already had come to the understanding that whatever center that we are likely going to receive if D.A. does leave or if it's Chris Paul is likely not going to be, quote-unquote, better than DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, but they don't... It'll be better I, in the sense of the amount of money they're getting paid for what they're able to produce on the court. But people don't... They don't They don't propose trades like that. They don't. Some they, people do. No. I believe Saul's <laughs> saying Dame Lillard isn't as good as DeAndre Ayton. I think that's exactly I mean, what I heard. I mean, basically. <laughs> basically. Look, my big thing is, like, if you're going to propose a trade, you need to be able to justify it from the other side because every fan that proposes a trade, yes. you can you can get your team some great <laughs> shit at the cost of matching salary. You have to be able to tell me why the other team would do it. I mean, why that's would the they struggle. not trade DA for Wimbayama? Right. I mean, exactly. it seems logical for us. <laughs> number one pick for number one pick. It's the same. Can I interest <laughs> you in my... 2020 Toyota Corolla hybrid for a Mercedes. Exactly. I would love to make that deal right now. Exactly. I mean, especially if the Mercedes is four years older. That's, yeah. a, that's an upgrade for them, right? Yeah, exactly. You got a newer car. You know what kind of gas mileage you can get on that Corolla? Yes. Uh, do we have any other trades yes. here Not yet. on a trade machine no, Thursday? I w- next week, I will have trade articles up with Chris Paul scenarios, with DeAndre Ayton scenarios. So that's going to be kind of my big like trade download. And then I'm going to wash my hands and we'll go through them on the show at certain points basically, throughout the offseason. Basically, Gerald's just telling you all that he's just going to sit in this pool all weekend and contemplate I'm gonna, beautiful <laughs> trades. Gerald, I'm going to marinate on these trades. I've cracked the code. You don't need to put in the work this weekend. Okay. What's that? I've, I've oh, fixed I it. Oh, I did it. Okay. I did it. Okay. Okay. And I, I think everybody walks away happy. I think everybody oh, no. walks away happy. Okay. okay. Let's see what you well, got. Well, except for Leah, maybe. Let's put this one up. Phoenix receives Damian Lillard. Portland receives DeAndre Ayton and the Arizona Coyotes. Send it to both commissioners. Let's get it done. Boo, 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 boo. Dame Lillard is a son. So this is the second time this week you've tried to trade the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> at what cost? I mean, I'm, not, cost? I'm wearing a Coyote shirt today, by the way, which mm-hmm. you can get at phnxlocker.com for buy one, get one half off for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like this trade. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. 
We are just betraying. Leah, pack up. You're going to Portland. <laughs> oh my. Y'all just out here selling out. Our friends down the road. We're just kidding. Our friends in the we, building. We, we just traded. Just we, so we, that maybe <laughs> you could get. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Yeah, whatever gets us. Whatever gets us. Myself, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hostile for Cody. Y'all created a toxic environment. I'm the only one who has not harmed Leah today. Oh, just wait. <laughs> it was Dream Gerald. It wasn't my fault. Dream Gerald is the Dream. same as real Gerald. <laughs> I did. Why? Dream Listen, Gerald. It's her subconscious. Uh, that's all we have for you as part of the Trade Machine Thursday shenanigans Damn. go. Hope you guys love that. But I just want to bring you into this conversation real quick. I want to ask you in the chat. Mm -hmm. um, if your significant other or if your friend is mean to you in your dream, do you think they should apologize for their actions in your dream? Let us know in the chat what you guys think. See, I don't think so, but I did anyway just to be courteous. And now these two in real life are being dicks to Leah. Okay. <laughs> but you're lumped in too. Yeah, All three of, of you now have Dream been Gerald apparently in the last got mad about it's, her but it's, a soccer ball. It's never anything cool. Like my, like my wife has had dreams about like awful shit that I did in her dreams. And I'm like... I have nothing to do with that. Like, right. I, I, but well, you what? should still say sorry. Why? Just to help her feel better about everything. It's a one-way so street, though. If I wake up and I'm like, I had a dream and you ate all the pizza in the house, like, <laughs> she's not like, apologizing to me. Like, well, that, that was the dumb. Dream he had. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was trying to keep it PG. Yeah, I'm trying to keep give him a break. So <laughs> I appreciate oh, your yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is a one-way street, though, because I guarantee if I woke up <laughs> mad at my fiance about something her dream self did, she'd be like, ah, well, that was a dumb dream you had. And then we'd be <laughs> yeah. moving on. Yeah. yeah. Why are you telling me that? You dreamt it. That would be the response you'd get. Also, why are you telling the other person? What? Why are you telling the other person like that? You, you had, had a bad dream about it? Yeah. Why do you want to try to make to them feel bad? To your other, it's so selfish. <laughs> Yeah, Emma said, if, if you're in my dream, I'm going to tell you that about the dream that I asked. I don't want to be in your I, dream. I didn't ask I to be in your dream. <laughs> I didn't make the That's choice to be in your dream. <laughs> Why are you saying it like I was like, oh, hey, tell let me pay this fair to enter your mind. Tell your subconscious to F off. Right. Don't tell me I to. I think that it's like, you know how they say if your ears are start tingling, it's because somebody's talking about you. Right. So I feel like if you're entering my dreams, it's because you're like wanting you're, to. I think you're, you're doing something. I think you're obsessed with me. You're if I'm doing up something to infiltrate my dream, so you need to apologize for it's that. It's not anything I did. It's your perception of me that is manifesting itself through the dream. That's a you thing. Bing, no, bing, bing, bing. it could be you. I am ding, the victim. Ding, ding, I was pulled ding. into a dream, and oh, now you're my actions the victim? were not my. We are the wow, victim. Absolutely. Gerald. You come attacking us. I had no. We didn't have anything to do I with it. I had no choice over my actions in your dream. That's selfish you know how, for you. You know how it feels when you're so aggressive. when you're sleeping all comfortably, and then you wake up and you just see them just scowling at you, like. <laughs> What the fuck did I just wake up to? And then they're like, you just cheated on me in your dream. In my dream. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck am I supposed to control that? Okay, I don't know. How hard I is just it to woke be like, up. How hard is it to be like, man, that's such a shitty dream. I'm sorry you had that dream. That never happened in real life. So you don't even need to worry about it. How hard is that? No, Have my, you ever been hit? Nice, you To jerks? be fair, my instant reaction is... <laughs> 
Have, and then I just turn over. Have you ever actually jerks, been woken jerks, up? Jerks, 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 I jerks, apologize. Jerks. I apologize too. I just don't feel like it makes a lot of sense in general. Also, like, also yeah, there's a, a difference. lot of things in relationships don't make sense, but That's, you do them anyway. There's a difference True. between I, saying, I'm sorry you had that dream and saying, I'm sorry for my dream self's actions. No, you there's still, you, it's not necessarily you're apologizing for the actions. It's It was, a, I'm sorry you had that dream, yeah. but then a comfort of just know that would never happen in real life. That's what I did. I did that. Yeah. Why? What? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so... But I'm not going to apologize for Dream Gerald. You could find the loophole Gerald. about not apologizing for Dream Gerald, but still some way, shape, or form. I feel like you should apologize to us for not having consent for us to be in your dream. What if you, what if you say, I, feel like I didn't sign a waiver. You're a brat. That's right. What if I say, I'm sorry, but that's not happening till later in the week. Oh. <laughs> I hate all three of you right now. I apologized at least, right? Oh, no. This is going to come to work tomorrow pissed off. Like, you guys were all in my dream last night. That's you know how I said Ishbia needs to hire like 14 therapists? <laughs> we probably yeah, should. We need an office therapist now. We've reached that point, y'all. We need yeah. office therapists. Instead of an office therapist or until we can get one, you could always just, you know, have a beer. Drink chill a beer. Out. <laughs> you could uh, drink a beer with the other person and try and find a way to mend your relationship over a tasty beverage. Right? Isn't yourself. that a thing where you like... You go have a beer, you talk about your feelings, and then all of a sudden you're good? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. That's a thing. For if sure. it's not a In thing, your dream, probably. we're making it a thing. And you should definitely have those conversations over a Four Peaks beer because they're the best beer. And you can't be sad when you're having a Four Peaks beer because it's just so delightful. And Four Peaks does a lot of great stuff in the community. Specifically right now, they are giving back to teachers. This year, they're giving away 11 $1,000 cash grants, and one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation provided by Four Peaks. If you want to nominate a teacher, go to fourpeaksforteachers.org and complete the form. The deadline for nominations is June 30th, so make sure you do that sooner rather than later. And also, be sure to check out Four Peaks on social at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask you drink responsibly. The beers will be flowing out in Las Vegas, people. This We're going to be there for Summer League. You should come join us. Mm -hmm. And we have travel packages, which are pretty freaking dope, uh, courtesy of our friends. Oh, here we go. Sports, Sports Trips trip. America. Uh, they have a bunch of different travel packages for anybody that wants to drive up to, or fly out on their own uh, to Las Vegas. But stay the stay. We got exclusive events uh, and then tickets to the Summer League, a couple of tickets to the Summer League that you can uh, partake in. And it'll be a fun time. We'll all be there uh, in full force. The whole PHNX crew and actually the whole all city crew will be out there. Uh, if you've never been to Summer League, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's probably one, the one time that everybody gets an opportunity to really mingle uh, you'll see Shams just walking around the freaking concourse and Woj and coaches and and, and ex players. players and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's Comic Con minus the nerds. Yeah, it's. I'll still be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, NBA Summer League? Yeah. No. That they, they don't know what NBA Summer League is. They, there's like, games every yeah. day. It's the rookies playing, and then guys that are trying to make it in the league. Yeah. There's a bunch of parties. There's everything you could want as yeah. a basketball. In, in MA summer league, like listen, if you don't know what that is, I'm sorry. It's it's um, every year, so it's pretty dope. For summer league, I believe it starts Friday the seventh of 7th July through so, the seventeenth. We'll yeah. be there the seventh through the eleventh. Or 12th, one of those two. Yeah, so this would um, be for that first weekend. Yeah, and which, so we got. Let's be honest, the first weekend is the best weekend. Yes. And so you got different packages. Go to gophnext.com. 
click on the events tab, go all the way down to the bottom. You'll see Summer League and you'll see the different pricing options. So check it out and come hang with us in Vegas. Yeah, you never know who you're going to see when you're high on the concourse. Like Joe Leica buying nuts when you're high out of your mind. I mean, mm-hmm. that could happen to you yeah. too. Or Javier years. Gutierrez. Yeah, that too. In his, in <laughs> yep. his summer shorts, which was really weird. <laughs> summer shorts. All right. To round out today's show, we also got an update from Woj as far as the coaching staff situation kind of goes. So Woj tweeted out that Joe Prunty and Patrick Matumbo are joining the Milwaukee Bucks as assistant coaches, sources tell ESPN. Um, obviously, you know, Matumbo worked here in Phoenix under Monty Williams for the last year. So we've heard a lot about people who are joining Frank Vogel's coaching staff. Well, now we're starting to hear about people who are leaving to different opportunities. It's not necessarily because Frank Vogel or anything of that sort. It's just one of those things when you change coaching head coaches a lot of movement happened, so this is one of the first ones that's been reported. We've also heard that um, one of the Suns' strength and conditioning coaches has also left as well. So I'm sure we're going to continue to see yeah. some movement there. You well, know, I didn't want to get leave the fan drive, <laughs> yeah. but here I am. What are you guys? What <laughs> is photo. happening right now? Matumbo photo. Put the Matumbo photo back up. <laughs> Emma did him dirty with the yeah, look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's getting ready to find a pudding pop. I, uh, oh man! Oh, you guys are. So so silly. But, My goodness. You know, if if Frank Vogel did offer him a job, you know what Matumbo said? No. no. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, man. <laughs> With as bad of jokes as you two have had this week, the next time I make a terrible one, I expect nothing but roarous Seriously, laughter. though, right? I've earned it. Like, damn, you do? Oh, man. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> really I have to zero go after words. Like this. Um, Mutombo was and is a very good coach. Um, he's well-liked and well-respected around the league on the Suns coaching staff. Um, so it is a loss to lose him. He's only here for a year. Um, I was able to talk to him last summer and kind of find out what he was about. Um, and ironically, he talked about how coaching, it's the life of a nomad. You always have your bags half packed because during the season you're going everywhere and in the off season, you never know what opportunity might come about. So um, best of luck to him moving forward. If you're interested in learning about the type of person the Suns are losing, that is on GoPHNX. I had tweeted it out earlier today. Um, And he had a lot of insightful stuff to say about who he is as a person and um, who he is as a coach. So a loss for sure. But the Suns have done a good job starting off their coaching staff. And Vogel had talked about still needing to fill it out. So there, there will be more names added to that list moving forward. I'm actually happy he's gone. What's that? Because now I have the best classes game involved with the Because you're stars. still mad because every time true. he would pop up during the game, I'd be like, God, I love what? his glasses. They're so good. They are. Yeah, yeah well, you, you take those glasses and leave, all right? <laughs> all right. Well, we'll keep you guys posted, of course, if we hear any more movement as far as the coaching staff or the training staff go. I'm sure there will be quite a bit of movement, not necessarily um, just leaving and replacing, but also maybe expanding and growing. Because it does sound like Matt Ishbia is okay with that and providing all the resources for this team that they could ever need. And so growing those departments, and hopefully we see also growth within the front office, maybe on the scouting side of things. You know, maybe, maybe. three scouts instead maybe of not. two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we will see you tomorrow. 
We have yeah, fans in the chat. Yeah. A show for you at like, 3 p.m. He doesn't like the way we look. Well, that's yeah. not very nice. Yeah, fuck that bench warmer. Show your face. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. <laughs> Until we see you then. You can follow the show on Twitter at phnex underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. AJ, the name of the guy on the far left is Espo. And I've been called ugly by better than you. Ahoy, hoy. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. 